presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Yes, Eric, you are going to enlighten us again with your little rustly self and all your wisdom. <laughs> Welcome back to our second show on our new telephone number, our new thing, our new platform. And so far, everything's been smooth, but knock on wood, it hopefully will remain. We've got our wonderful Jennifer. Oh, I knocked on the table, right? And now Bella is... Yeah, I heard the dog, barking. yeah. God, stop it. That's me knocking. Jesus. So, uh, but anyway, Jennifer, uh, psychic medium Jennifer uh, Dorn is here as our wonderful channeler for Eric. And uh, today... Eric, first of all, hello. I love you. We're going to talk about stubbornness. Yes. Yes, we definitely are. (laughs) I mean, it's an ego thing, right? This this human quality. It's like, I want want my own way. I want a pony, whatever. Why are we like that, man? You know, it's it's interesting because... um, what what Eric is is um, giving me is that actually stubbornness has its good has its good part. Um, it, it, it's not all bad. Stubborn. The term stubborn isn't always negative connotation. Stubborn can be good. Um, okay, it's like if you persevere so, through a difficult situation or to a road to success. It's, is that what you're talking about, Eric? Yeah, like that that sort of thing. And and you know sometimes like. Um, I don't know why, but he's talking about like sometimes people, if you take a musician, you know, and, and when they're young and they just know that that's the path for them and, and maybe the family and their friends are telling them, no, no, you can't, you know, you, you got to do something else. And they just, they just know that they're supposed to do that. So they keep going that path. Even if they, you know, are told no, they just keep at it. And that would appear as stubbornness, you know, that would, that would appear stubborn from the outside, but when they reach their, um, their goal, it was worth it. Um, right. So it's like stubbornness can be a good thing when it's pushing you to do something, but when stubbornness is preventing you from learning and growing, that's when it's not a good thing. Uh, or when, how it negatively, it. Ah, when it negatively affects others, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that can that can definitely be. Um, you know what? It, it's it's interesting because he says yes, but then he also says, well, he says if you are supposed to end a relationship or move on from a relationship, your stubbornness may appear to negatively affect your partner. But if it's what is supposed to end the relationship and move on again, it's interesting. He's he's um, kind of. Um, not, so I figured we were going to be talking about like, oh, stubbornness is bad. You know, it's not a good thing. But he's like, nope, stubbornness can be good. If it, and even in that sort of a situation, if it's a relationship and your stubbornness ends the relationship, it might have been the catalyst that was supposed to end the relationship. Yeah, um, maybe it's part of a spiritual it, contract, I guess, to yeah, play the relationship yeah. villain, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, yes, he says stubbornness can be a bad thing, absolutely, because – um, it's like, um, I guess what he's saying is more like, um, when the stubbornness comes from a place of ignorance, um, mm-hmm. and not, you know, not being open-minded, that's when it does not serve us. 
yeah. you know, it, it doesn't serve us and we're not, you know, maybe in those type of situations, we're turning our back on our lessons that we're supposed to be learning if we just opened up a little bit. Ignorance wow. is what he says. When, when ignorant, when stubbornness comes from ignorance, um, that's when it's not beneficial. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's interesting. And of course, uh, I guess sometimes stubbornness is rooted in the need to control or the need to be right. So it's kind oh, of like fear-based. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that is when um, it would get in the way of, you know, learning. And, and some people, you know, some people really, really struggle with stubbornness, he said, and, and not in a good way. Um, yeah. You know, and, and people, the people who really struggle with it, like they'll argue stuff that they know they're wrong but they cannot mm. let it go. Mm. Um, and yes, that would absolutely come from control and manipulation. Um, that's yeah. definitely ego. Um, yeah, nobody wants to be wrong. Just, but, yeah, nobody wants yeah. to be proven wrong. It, it, it sort of, it shouldn't, but it, it, it feels like it takes away from their self-esteem and sort of saps their self-confidence. Yeah. But uh, really, yeah, if you were to say, you know what? I think you're right. I've learned something today. Then that can actually increase your self-esteem Absolutely. and open your mind. Yeah, and he says, yeah, if you could just, like, laugh at yourself and say, oh, you know what, I, you're right, you know, and just kind of let it go and move on. Because he's, it's like Eric's saying, like, you know, when you're stubborn, the people who are stubborn like that, the other people know that you're, you know, that you're wrong and what you're doing. And even if they concede to you, it's just to get you shut up, he said. It's like. It's not because they believe that you're right. It's really just to get you to shut up. So it's like everybody knows. It's like everybody knows in the situation when you're arguing your point that's wrong. Oh, um, you'd be making a fool like, out of you know, yourself. Right. You'd be making yes. a fool out of yourself. So exactly. Well, how, do people, exactly. how do people come to be stubborn? I'm talking about the – there's no negative or positive, but in a way that doesn't serve that person or others around them. Uh, you know, he says a lot of times that that does come from childhood, either maybe a learned behavior, you know, um, stubbornness is something that we can learn um, from our parents or, you know, the people who raise us. Um, so mm-hmm. he said it can be, sometimes this is just your nature. It's part of the soul contract to come in and be stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, stubbornness, he's, and actually he says um, sometimes it's, uh, it comes from another lifetime. You know, it's it's um, comes in from another lifetime of, um, uh, you know, maybe if you were like kind of a pushover in another lifetime, you kind of decided to come in and be the other extreme. Like, nope, I'm gonna be, I'm digging my heels in. I'm not, I'm not conceding to stuff. So you might just want to mm-hmm. try the other side of the coin. Um, and and well, it's, well, it's nature and nurture. He said, nature and nurture. So uh, if you're stubborn, it, it's getting in your way. Uh, or somebody else's way, or everybody's way, then would hypnotic mm-hmm. regression uh, be a, something worthwhile to to find out if it does, if it is sort of a bleed through from another life? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And he also is saying, like, um, children, like as children, um, if you have a child who's very strong-willed, and mm-hmm. they, you know, push back and push back and push back, and then eventually you give in. He said mm-hmm. that is a really good recipe to create a very stubborn adult. Oh, oh God. Somebody oh, who won't there, give in even when they're wrong. Oh, but there's ways to, that you can, like, avoid those kind of issues. For example, when my kids were little, I I, I wouldn't say, okay, we're having cereal. Oh, no, I don't want to. No, I'd give them a choice. Hey, would you like yes. 
licorice toast or whatever. So they have control. They have a choice, so they don't have to be stubborn. Yeah. So if you can give a little bit of, of not control, but a little say-so, a little uh, choice with children, then maybe that can help prevent uh, yeah. stubbornness. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, um, you know, like it's a, it, children – if they don't feel like it's okay to be wrong, that is another mm-hmm. thing that will create that very dysfunctional stubbornness. Like, oh, no, I can't be wrong. I can't be wrong. So it could come. The stubbornness can come from fear is what he also um, is saying. So, you know, um, ignorance or, you know, and he says fear. If you're, you know, if you have a kid, you get in trouble for being wrong. Uh, then you're going to do everything you can to not be wrong. God, and I think we should teach our kids that there is no right or wrong. Everything yes. is an experience that has values and within that experience, there are just a cornucopia of, uh, wow, I didn't know I was going to drop that word in, um, of (laughs) possible, possible lessons. So, and I always taught my kids and now my grandkids that, uh, making mistakes is awesome. People who don't make mistakes, they really don't progress. I ask them this trick question. Is it okay to be wrong? Or is it okay to make a mistake? And of course they fall for it. Oh no, it's terrible. No, it's really good because these are stepping stones to success. These are valuable lessons for you to grow. And people who don't make mistakes are probably ones who don't even push themselves out of their comfort zone and stretch Mm -hmm. the envelope, so to speak, to expand. So yes, exactly. I think I'm channeling some of this because I sure do sound a lot smarter than I really am. <laughs> Things that are coming out of my mouth because it's just, I don't know, man. It's not coming from me. But uh, well, hey, you probably are, you know. Yeah, could be. Now, what can the lesson be to come in stubborn as part of a contract? Why would one do that? Oh. Well, to learn compromise is one of the one of the big things. Ooh, um, that he says yeah. uh, that would be a big lesson to learn. If you come in as somebody with stubbornness in your soul contract, compromise would be right up there on the list. Um, oh, yeah. Open-mindedness, seeing other points of view. Um, he said people who are very, very stubborn have a very difficult time seeing other angles of situations. They really ha- have a difficult time seeing anything but their own. Um, yeah putting themselves in other people's shoes, that sort of thing. He said people with that real stubbornness don't tend to do that or be able to do that. So um, compassion uh, Mm -hmm. is another one that he says would be to learn um, from this stubbornness and just understanding, just, you know, like, it's like everybody's just kind of trying to do their best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That's true. Lighten up, people. Lighten, Lighten up. up. It's not, yes. it's not yes. that serious. That yeah, there must be the, the, the Nutrisystem for <laughs> Men. Uh, the Nutrisystem for Men commercial drives me crazy. It's or whatever I can't remember. Um, I don't know why I brought this. Thing. So you know, sometimes I wonder about myself. I really do. Um. All right, so let me ask you a question. Is it more common, stubbornness, is it more common in males or females? Or uh, well, you know, he, it, it, he says no, it's not really more common from one sex to the other, although he does say that sometimes women are a bit more subtle about it. Mm. Um, 
just That's in general, message. generally speaking, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it doesn't tend to be as, um, you know, men can be a bit more um, boisterous about it. Okay. Um, not that women can't, because they, they, of course, can. But, no, it's not like more men are stubborn than women. No, he says it's pretty um, even across the board. Um, what about different perspectives? Oh, oh, he was just going to say everybody has some level of stubbornness. Yeah. Um, now, it might just be about, since we were talking about cats earlier, like what kind of food that they're going to feed their cat, and they won't ever deviate from that. And that's where they dig their heels, and it, it may be something minor, but he says everybody has some level of stubbornness. Absolutely. Um, so, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, it was so important. Obviously not, but uh, <laughs> oh god. Oh well, whatever. Let's uh, let's figure out what are solutions to overcoming your uh, you know a a stubbornness that does not serve you or others. Yeah. So, number one, you have to be aware of it. That's, yes. I mean, plain and simple. Oh. You have to be aware that your stubbornness may be causing issues in your life. Um, and he says, without that, there's nothing you can do. You know, there's okay. nothing you can do to clear it up because you won't even be working on it. But if okay. you are somebody who is aware that your stubbornness, and he says stubbornness becomes like an instinct. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some people's first instinct to something is to say no. Do you want to do this? No. And and some oh, people have that instinct husband. of just saying no. That's yeah. why you know. Uh, before it's they like, even think, is yeah. that okay? Yeah. And, but he says stubbornness becomes an instinct for people, and it, and they don't even realize they're doing it. Uh, much like the need to be right, same thing. It's an instinct. It's your kind of your go-to. Um, mm-hmm. So if you realize that you have maybe some struggles and some challenges because of your stubbornness, then he says it's always helpful and, and seeing like, okay, do I need to dig my heels in here or can I be flexible? That's um, what I tell my husband. I said, you know, but, think before you say no. Think. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing that could happen if you say yes? And he, right. never, he never listens to me, though. Uh, but, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, and okay. so that's that's kind of it's a it's you have to retrain yourself. He says yeah. you got to retrain yourself to uh, come from a different point of view than than the stubbornness. But uh, my husband's uh, stubbornness is what that's also a makes tough him one. Yeah, my husband's stubbornness, however, is what makes him very successful too. He never gives yeah. up, and he always just finds yep. a, another way to make things happen, succeed, et cetera. Yes, exactly. What about role yes, playing? Can you, can you role play, uh, you know, with somebody like, uh, because you know, just to get them used to being wrong yes. or being, you know, Absolutely. maybe that would help. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause uh, what Eric is saying is cause that puts them, that's part of retraining the brain. It puts them into scenarios to say, okay, like how would I react here and how could I maybe react a little differently to get a different outcome? But like you said, with you know, with your husband, you don't want his stubbornness gone completely because that is, yeah, you know, truly part of what makes him successful. And and so it's like, it's such a strong, you know, personality trait sometimes that it spreads to every aspect of life, not necessarily with him, but just in general. Oh no, not with so him. So it's like, but... okay, my stubbornness <laughs> serves me at work, but maybe I could be less stubborn when it comes to friends and family, and then that's the area you work on. <laughs> 
I think a lot of people, including my husband, have trouble being that bossy, dominating person at work and then coming home to the wife and kids or the husband and kids yeah. and changing that yeah. whole, you know, um, drill sergeant type attitude. But yeah. anyway, if he wasn't stubborn, I wouldn't have very much to make fun of. So that's so fun. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, one more, one more question. Are there any particular races or professions or any other groups that tend to be more stubborn than others? And if so, why? No, no, no. It's no. I, I said it's everywhere. It's yeah, everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else, Eric? Before we take calls? No, no. All right. Let's do it. Uh, I have somebody here from the two five four area code. All right, peeps, let's do this. Hello, how are you doing? Doing wonderful. How are you? Where are you call who are you and where are you where are you calling from? My name is Alice and I'm calling from Temple, Texas. Ah, yeah, that's right. Oh, hi Alice. All right, the floor is yours, girl. All right. I know we all come in with our contracts and they're pre designed and I've gone through a lot of traumas in my life and I just got over PTSD for the most part and now here comes another one and I'm just wondering what's the purpose of this at this time in my life now is it to learn self-love is it um you know what's interesting is as you're talking I feel very very tight in my chest um like my my chest and heart area feel very very tight so it's interesting that you mentioned love um what eric is saying is that you you were kind of um sorry he's being funny he said you were kind of looking to finish it all up this time um so you piled it on uh with the whole oh, thing. yeah all right let me just get it done and not have to come back um <laughs> so he said you, you you just yeah you just pile it on but but you do you have your heart checked have you had your heart checked in your in like an EKG? I just had what one done. And I have I I just had all that done. I'm triple negative uh-huh. breast cancer. So that's that's and the I'm, chest area that you're picking up, Jennifer. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this is definitely something that you know you're just you gotta you gotta deal with here. You, you gotta work through this and you gotta get through it. And um, he says it's part of your soul contract, um, but you're strong enough to do it. But boy, you did pile it on this time. He said, "Man, it's like your." Um, he says your spirit guides and your and your counsel before you came in were like, "Are you sure you want to do all of this when you're there?" And you just you just did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it. So what do you recommend? Yeah. What do you recommend to help? Deep, deep breaths, <laughs> deep breathing. You gotta, um, pay attention <laughs> to your breathing. Uh, Eric says you spend a lot of time breathing real shallow, which keeps you in fight or flight, okay? Um, mm. Yeah. So uh, it cr- increases your anxiety and increases your stress. you got to pay attention to your breathing, uh, you know, yoga, um, meditation, uh, you gotta you gotta um, do stuff that's gonna balance out this stress and negativity, okay? Well, what can she okay. do, Eric? If anything, is there anything she could do to fight this this cancer and and prevail? Oh, I, I, he's absolutely making me feel as though this is something she can prevail in. So, um, you know, no, whatever. 
whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's alternative, whether it's medicine, I do feel a combination of both. You know, traditional yeah. medicine and alternative stuff is going to be best for you. Yeah. Um, what, what about this doctor, this doctor Nur, uh, Nurgani, I think his name is. Yes. He, he takes a yep. biopsy. You know him? I swear I just saw something on this, yes. Wow, and he takes the cells and he tests them in the lab against a different individual chemotherapeutic agents uh, to see, you know, which agent works best against that particular uh, cancer. Is that something she should consider? Yeah, it's just um, what Eric is saying is that this type of testing isn't like available everywhere right now. It's is this a new? Is this a relatively new thing? It's not. Um, I don't know. I think something so. that every oncologist is doing just out of the, you know, yeah. like you have to ask for it and look for it. Yeah. Um, but but it seems Absolutely. like she could at least get get the biopsy. I mean, just get the information from Nagurney. Yeah. And then her her doctors can uh, follow that recipe. Absolutely. Yes. Anything else you want to ask, Alice? No, you answered so much for me, and thank you, Elisa, for all that you do. I truly appreciate everything. Oh, I truly appreciate you, sweetie. And uh, you got to keep us Thanks posted, so right? Much. Keep us I posted. Sure and Eric, thank you so much. Eric, watch out after our girl, okay? Take care of her. Yes, yes. Good luck. Okay. Love you. you. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we've been talking via email, so... Um, Eric says in a situation like this, this is where stubbornness would, would serve somebody. You know, oh, like not yeah. up, you're not giving in. Right. This is, right. He said this is an area that stubbornness and even he said, even the stubbornness that you see in people that sometimes, you know, create challenges for them. He mm-hmm. said, this is the, this is an area that that would be helpful. Exactly. Don't give up, man. All right. We have somebody here yeah. from the um, seven, seven, five area code. Hey there. How you doing? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Who is this? And where are you calling my from? Name is, certainly, my name is Wendy from Sacramento. Oh, hi, Wendy. Is there anything no. in particular you want to ask uh, Eric or Jennifer or anybody? Um, well, are you taking calls about uh, clairvoyance or seeing the future? Oh, anything. You ask anything you want. We'll see. Eric has to say. Okay. Or Jennifer. Well, um, I had a real bad fall on the 14th, and I oh, almost broke my ankle. Oh, um, and I broke my fall by instinctively putting my arms in front of me. And um, I'm off for this week, and I'm going to ask my doctor to extend me another week because in my work. I, it's required that I'm constantly typing, um, using the mouse and making notations regarding phone calls. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to her briefly today. She didn't sound very friendly. But, um, yeah, and I, I'm concerned because um, I care about getting well, but I also care about keeping my job. And so it's, it would be messy if I go into work on Monday 
and then I can't keep up because of the pain in my wrist. Yeah, no. Eric says you're not you're not ready to go back to work. And so um, you you're going to need to go in and see the doctor and advocate for yourself. Okay. Wait a minute. Um, Did they yeah, X-ray your wrist? Have they X-ray your wrist? Yes. Because okay. Because you know what? But sometimes I'm telling you, falling on an outstretched hand can have can create. Oh tiny little fr- fractures in the navicular bone and, and different uh, bones of the wrist that sometimes you don't see for the first two weeks. You've got to re-X-ray it because then mm-hmm. that gives the uh, osteoclast, these little cells, that uh, you know, a chance to gobble up the, the debris in the fracture line so that the fracture shows up. So if you still have pain, I would recommend um, a second X-ray two weeks after the injury. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. um, I, she did say that I sprained my wrist, and she said that would not show up in the X-ray. No, so, that's true. Um, and you know what? When I speak to her, I'll be polite, but I'm going to be more assertive, and I'm going to say I'm almost sixty-eight. So um, yes. somebody twenty years old probably would be doing a lot better by now. And I'm just going to tell right. her that health is my priority, absolutely. But also, I need to keep my employment, and right, trust right. me, my my employer won't like it if I have to leave because I I'm in too much pain yeah. to type. Yeah, have yeah. you tried? So do, think, yeah, so, so, so do you think she'll give me the extension if I'm more assertive and I still polite? Yes, more I, assertive. I do. I do. Yes, she's not not rude, but just more assertive. There is a level of intimidation. She's she's her energy does feel intimidating. She's but, stubborn. But yes, yeah. Tell her, yes, yes, and and she thinks that she knows better than you. So, oh, um, God. you know, take some deep breaths. Uh, you know, keep yourself from crying if you can, um, and and yeah. just and just advocate for yourself. But yes, you are not ready to go back. Eric says you're yeah. not ready to go I'm back, and you won't be able to do the job right now. Hey, you know but, what? But insist on an MRI because she will yeah. do it then because yep. she, she wants the CYA because if she misses a fracture because she refuses mm-hmm. to, to do an MRI, she's going to be in deep doggy doo-doo. So I say, you know what? And, and tell her what I said. You don't have to mention my name. But, you know, I've heard that fractures of the wrist bones can be very difficult to, look, to see on x-ray, that the, the little osteoclasts, just write that down, uh, you know, take time to to clean the fracture line. So I want an MRI, period. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to do that, okay. I will be glad to go to another freaking doctor. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, exactly. If she's not going right. to do it, you get yourself another doctor. She is a good doctor, but you you picked up on something. I I believe she was trying to intimidate me so that I didn't flat out ask for an extension. And um, yeah. And I'm not, so I think I'll ask her on Thursday morning because that buys a day and a half uh, at the end of the week to negotiate okay. with her. And um, mm-hmm. I, I I think I will be switching doctors because I don't think it's right that I'm intimidated uh, no. in that kind of situation. Not at all. No. I will no. say this, although I would not be intimidating because of this, but doctors are inundated with fakers, people who just want to get their workman's comp and get on. I, 
Remember I had this young, strong guy show up in the ER and said, I want you to sign my disability papers. Well, why? I don't know. My back aches or whatever. So I examined him and then I said, okay, I'll be glad to take care of those papers. And I wrote across it, not disabled, <laughs> just all across it. <laughs> so, you know, but people do try to get something for nothing. And that she has probably had to deal with that. But you have to make it clear to her that you ain't one of them people. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me know what happens. All right. Well, thank you. And I am applying for a new job because I hate being micromanaged right now by ugh, my current ugh. boss. Oh, it's serious. And um, I applied at a great job online two Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't heard anything, but sometimes that's good news. But do you see me getting in a, in a new job anytime soon? Yeah, um, actually within, well, I don't know what what you think is soon, but Eric says it's in the next three months. Okay. Good. So, all right. Well, thank you for okay. calling. Take care. Okay. Love you all. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Okay. Uh, here's one from the 203 area code. Hey there. What's up? Hi. Hey. Who is this? Hi. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Connecticut. Okay. Beautiful state. Oh. It is a state. Yeah. We're headed for spring. It'll be even nicer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask Eric um, what he thought I should do with my dad's business that um, that I inherited. Sell it. Sell it. Get rid of it. Be done with it. Really? What what kind of business is it? Uh, Automotive. Okay. So, Eric, why? Why is it better to sell it than to keep it and and expand and make something out of it? It just doesn't feel like the right thing for for you. It's just – it's just – he says, "Sell it. Some sell it. Um, it. It'll be it'll be better in somebody else's hands." I don't know if this is just something you don't really want to do, or you don't have a passion for, um, or what this is. Somebody else needs to be in charge of this. What okay. if she doesn't sell it? What What's the worst that could happen? Well, yeah, yeah. You don't have to sell it. It just feels. I don't know. Like, like Eric is kind of making me feel like, eh, like it's a little what bit of a hassle, um, a little bit of a hassle, a little, I don't want to say, I don't want to say burden. It's not burden's not quite the right word, but it's like, um, it's just not the right place for you. He says, is there, is there any way that you could keep this and not be involved in it at all? Um, or very little, or very little. Run I, it? Have, I really haven't thought about that. Um, is that the way I should turn? I yeah, if you don't want to sell it, he he says, then then have somebody else run it, ha- have somebody else kind of uh, handle all the day-to-day stuff. Somebody you trust. Somebody yes. you trust. Yes. Uh, what yeah, is the thing that she Free should... will, he says, you've got, you've got free will, so you don't have to sell it. You can keep it. Um, but... It, the the best thing for you, what he's saying, is to just sell this 
Um, it's not. It's not like a slap in the face to your father. It's not. You know, it's oh, not selling yeah. his memories. It's not any of that kind of stuff. Um, this is something that he loved, but it's just not the same for you. Well, Eric, what would be better for her? I mean, she could she could get somebody she trusts to kind of run that and whatever, reap the profits of it with this person. But she could do something else. What What do you see her doing that would make her heart sing? Are you retired? Or looking to retire? Oh, I, I would love to retire, but no, I'm not near retired. I'm not retired. That's what he says right she would now. love to do. I would love to <laughs> retire. to be retired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what he says that she would love is to actually be retired. So, um, you know, work, work, and then and retirement is what you'll love. Okay. Uh. I have two words for him. Weed or proto? What's uh, proto? Weed or proto, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, weed. Okay. What's proto? Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll have to um, look that up. I'll have to Google, Google that one. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Awesome. Um, Th- thank you thank for calling you. in. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Good luck. Proto. I've never heard of that. Have you? No. Jennifer? No. Never. Oh, we lead nope. such sheltered lives. All right. We got <laughs> somebody from the 678 area code. Hey there. What's up? Hello. Hello. What's up? How are you? This is uh, this is the, the jawbreaker from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. All right. How are you doing? <laughs> You know, I, I want to tell the audience that when uh, when your husband is being stubborn, Elisa, you call him Mr. Funbuster. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. But no, no. What was it? That my my uh, Lucas uh, used to when he was little say would say Fun Crusher like that. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> oh, but his his nickname is I have spoken. It's so funny. <laughs> That's and too I funny. remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember sitting at the dinner table, and you know, our family, everybody's talking, everybody's talking, it gets loud. And my husband does not like a, a lot of chaos and no, noise, and so he has his readers on. He's to try to see his food, and he looks up and says, "What is the meaning of this?" And all you can see are these giant <laughs> eyes that are magnifying like Bambi, and you know, this looks so cute, and everybody started laughing. Um, but oh, anyway, that's that's nice. super. That's too funny. Well, this is Jim from Atlanta, Alisa. Hi, Hi. no, Jim. Hi. Yes, you know me. Hi. And, you know, I just wanted to ask Eric, if, if see if he could delve into that um, EVP that I sent you today. Yeah. Um, that I recorded two years ago, almost to the day, a little bit more than two years ago. And oh, it, it predicted it my. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. No, yeah. it's No, it was two years ago. And okay. it's the, voice, the voice who sounds like me predicted uh, my daughter's pregnancy and I'm just wondering if Eric can kind of like scoop up that energy and find out who that was that was speaking if he has any idea yeah it's um what I'll tell you me Jennifer as you were talking about that I got so much heat through my body so the energies in this that you were talking about is so incredibly intense and incredibly high Mm -hmm. 
Um, it, it's just very remarkable. But what um, what Eric said is it was um, it was like your like your higher self giving you a bit of the akashic record. Um, is why it sounded like your voice. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, it sounded like my voice, and the only other person yeah. that sounds like me is my deceased brother yeah. from uh, eight years ago. And people, when I would play the recording to people, they would go, "Oh, that's you, Jim. You're you're just you're yeah. spoofing us." And I go, "That's not me." Yeah, Eric. I hear Eric Helen back there. No. She's saying it could be your dad. No, Eric said no, no to both of those. He said no. This okay. is like your higher self giving you a premonition from the Akashic records. Um, you know, picking it up on the, picking it up on whatever, you know, you were using. Okay. Tell Can everybody I ask Eric? why you recorded okay. that, how, it, what kind of recording this was. Well, okay. So I was, as I was telling you, Elisa, um, I was speaking out loud to a person that was just recently deceased that I found out about. And I had this, mm-hmm. I had this feeling like, oh, turn on the recorder. So uh-huh. I set my iPhone on memo record. You know, you can do a memo recording. Oh, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I set it on recording. The door was open to the, my deck. You could hear all these birds chirping. And I just let it record. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I picked it up after about two minutes. I don't let my recorder go more than about two or three minutes. I picked okay. it up and I did, the, I did the playback. And I got this voice saying, Danielle. She and so Fox cool. are having a child. Are gonna are gonna have a child? Am I right? This is spoken about before, and I'm going. Oh, listen to this! Wow, this is crazy. Now they're mentioning Danielle, my daughter. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that happened on February sixth, uh, twenty twenty seventeen. Just two years, and we just found out Danielle is going to have a child. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, right. So that's really Eric cool. said that and was. Then, um, Eric said that that moment was in your soul chart. It was a plan before you got here that that would happen. Wow. Um, oh, that's really yeah. cool. And thank thank Eric for uh, for for uh, spoofing me on the plane, uh, awesome. pranking me on the airplane at at seven point three miles up in the air. I I had great fun with that. That was really good. That, thank you. That was fun for a lot of people in the airplane. <laughs> All right. Well, thank yeah. you, Jim, for that calling was- in. Well, thank you, Elisa. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, he, uh, Eric made this bright, glowing red dot on the other side of the cabin wall of the airplane. So Ooh. cool. And the, the oh, awesome. flight attendants were like, what? Okay, we got what somebody from the 702 <laughs> area code. Hi there. Hello. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Just calling you guys. How are you both? Oh, we're doing fine. What Good. is your first name and where are you calling from? My, my name is Lisa from Las Vegas. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Um, so, and I, I've spoken with you, Elisa, a little bit about my son, but um, yes, by email. But I'm calling today um, to see about, we had talked to Eric before about our move. Um mm-hmm. And I just kind of want to see if everything's still on track and, like, how it's all going to work out because we want to move to State of the Union time. State of the Union time, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's still – he says it's still a go. Um, is, is this going to be, like, six weeks later than you were expecting? It, okay. I don't know why. 
I, I don't know why. I feel like six weeks to eight weeks longer it, it may take, but everything's still a go. It, is there a chance okay, you don't have a place to stay, a permanent place to stay when you first get there for like six to eight weeks? Possibly, because we have to sell this house and then buy one there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, work. so you may be, like, transient for six to eight weeks, kind of like, um, I don't know. There's just something about where you're just sort of in a holding pattern, like, you know, I, whatever this is. Like, you may not move out of one house and right into the other. But okay. we're still on track, he says. It feels like I'm being punished, like I can't leave Las Vegas. I don't understand <laughs> You got. He well, what, you have what to, you have to in, let go of that. Yeah, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, even Lisa. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. No. Um. He says no. You are. Uh, but that energy. Uh, that's um. You know. You don't want to man be manifesting that. Um. He he says you are not being punished. Um. The, you know. This is just one of those times. This happens in life. He says when, when like we are ready for the next step with the universe or God or whatever it is you want to call it, the timing isn't quite right. And so this is, this is where you're at. You've been ready to do this, but the timing isn't exactly right. It is not a punishment, but let go of that energy that that's a punishment. Okay. Um, yeah. It's very okay. counterproductive energy. The universe knows, man. He, he, the universe knows yeah. and he's, what's best for you. He says that you are a good, Eric says you are a good manifester. Um, some people are good manifestors without really knowing that they're good manifestors. And some people try and try to manifest stuff and they struggle with it. You are a good manifester by nature. So you have to watch how much negative stuff you focus on. Mm. That's a big, okay. big deal for you for, for whatever reason. Um, okay. okay. Only positive thoughts. You don't want a negative thought mm-hmm. to become reality. Yep. Thoughts create reality. Yep. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you for calling. Right. Thank you. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're just going through this like none other. Here's one, uh, somebody from the 203 area code. Hey there. Hello. How are you? Hi. What's I'm up? well. How are you? We're, I'm fine. The, the, the main thing is, how are you? And what, have you, what is your name? My and name is where are you from? Connecticut. And where, what is your social security number? Just kidding. Uh, and what, <laughs> I'm, what I'm sorry, you have? I can't tell you that. Your mother's okay. maiden name. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, what do you have for our, is it Sue you said? No, Denise. Oh, Denise. Well, I wasn't close at all, was I? Hmm. No. That's because I was talking usually, over you. That's but, okay. Uh, anyway. People usually well, think that. <laughs> um, what did you get for Eric? So... Um, so I saw this really funky thing on my deck this past Sunday and I had someone look at it and read it and they said it was lots of people from the other side showing me that they were here because I took a picture Mm -hmm. of it and, Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of funky and I have spoken to Ryan about things like this and last year he said one to three years you'll start seeing things, which I may be. Um, wow. So I've just come out of doing chemo um, for, uh, last year, and I'm just wondering. Eric had said that, because I called him once before, had said that this was a lesson to learn to let go. And I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. what's up now? What's my life's purpose now? 
Mm. Um, okay. um, well, I he wants to focus on the energies that you were seeing. You, um, through whatever this is that you've done with your chemo and stuff, you have opened up a gate. It's almost as if, like, you've got somewhat of, like, an energy portal there where you're uh-huh. at. Like, you're like a beacon. You're a beacon. Um, okay. So, uh, have the Eric says you're, you're going to start having very vivid dreams if you haven't already um, and visiting your dreams mm-hmm. and information in your dreams. You've got to kind of write that stuff down. There's meaning in it. Hmm. Um, so, yes, your clairvoyance through this journey, your clairvoyance has definitely opened up. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay. because of the chemotherapy? Or is it because of well, the chemotherapy? Or is it because of the sort of the journey? The, the, the journey. Is it the brush with death because of cancer kind of thing? Yeah, that triggers the something. Journey, not specifically the chemotherapy. It's not like chemotherapy didn't do this, but the journey yeah. kind of brought you to this, uh, opened up your spirituality. And that's definitely, um, you know, and, and what Eric is saying is actually this is going to kind of, stuff's going to start rapidly happening. Um, oh, that's so awesome. whatever it is you're drawn to, yeah, whatever it is you're drawn to, um, kind of start working with that. If it's the clairvoyance, if it's, you know, ca- catching the orbs on the, on the camera, you know, start kind of doing some of this stuff. And he also says join a group. And I, I really do feel um, he's like, he keeps showing me the orbs. So see if there's like a meetup group around you that does this kind of stuff that goes into active places and does the cameras and see if you can get involved in something like this. Um, a group activity would be good for you. Or sometimes there's groups of people who feel like they have declares and they practice yeah. on each other, you know, and then they get they mm-hmm. get encouragement and support from uh, each other. So check that out. All right. Well, okay. thank you for calling. Yeah, Eric is saying. Yeah, Eric's saying you need to be with people doing stuff. That'll open it up quicker yeah. than trying to kind of do it quietly. Do it yourself, own. yeah. That's good. Will do. I'll do it. Right. Thank you, Eric. Yep. Thank you. Thank good you, luck. Lisa. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks. You betcha, sweetie. Good luck. Oh, that is so exciting. She's got a yeah. journey of adventure ahead. Okay. Hello, oh, 302 yeah. Area Code. How are you? Are you eating? Because I'm hungry. I hear somebody eating. I hear, I hear, somewhere uh, in dishes. Uh, I guess plates. <laughs> Hi, are you there? Hello. Oh, there you are. Hey there. Hey. What, what is that? Oh what God. is that clinking? Are you eating? Uh, no, I wasn't eating. Oh my God, I am so sorry. I didn't eat. Because it made me hungry. Oh, it made me hungry. Because this it's is always my dinner time. Cube. Oh my God! It's oh, actually ice okay. cubes. I was I was swirling around my ice cubes. Um, oh. oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, Eric must have done this because I really wasn't in queue. I'm like, should I be in queue? I took myself out of queue, and I was like, what question oh. should I ask? I know oh, I'm stubborn, cool. and I did not even. I swear to you guys, I did not put myself in queue. So clearly, I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your first name, yeah. and where are you from? Okay, my name is Olivia. Um, Olivia. I live in Delaware. Yes. Where do you live? In Delaware. Oh, Delaware. Okay. All yes. right, great. What do you yes. have for Eric? I always say nowhere, Delaware. Well, you know, I wanted to <laughs> ask Eric because I have been, I, I used to be able to feel him and feel his energy 
And uh, lately I've been going through something really intense, and I'm not sure what it is. It feels like a, a huge transformation of sorts, um, but it's so intense that it almost makes me feel like I really just don't want to be on this planet anymore. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Feel like sometimes I feel like I am so overwhelmed and so done. Yet there's a part of me that says, you know, I can't even, I don't think it's even in contract to just, you know, quit. No, and just, it and is just not get out in of your this. contract. I know. No, here, that's where no. stubbornness comes he in. Says, the good stubbornness yeah. comes in here. Yeah. He yeah. says that is not in your contract. He says you are absolutely not done there yet here. Um, okay. So, no, that is not part of your contract. And he says you will absolutely get through this. Um and it's not as bad as it seems. Um, well, how can, so, she, how can she get so through you, it? What can help her? What can help her get through this shit? Well, can I tell you, you know, at least as you're asking a question, because one of the things that's really bothering um, me is that my, my daughter, um, mm. my daughter recently actually attempted suicide. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. she's 22 years old. And I had a dream that, you know, was saying it's all my fault. Like I'm, I'm partially no. responsible for this. Mm-mm. No, that was just your subconscious. That is not actually true. Um, okay. It's that human side of us wanting to take the guilt, wanting to take the responsibility. It's a mother um, thing too, you know. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, she is. She acts on her own free will. Um, her choices are hers. Um, that had nothing to do with you. It was not your fault. Um, <clears throat> The anxiety and the stress um, that you're feeling right mm-hmm. now is, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are some levels of anxiety and stress that we can live with, and then there are some that start to interfere with our ability to live oh, our yes. life productively. You're in that yes. stage. Eric says you're yeah. in that stage. So if yeah. you have not gotten help, whether it's homeopathic or medical, um, he says you need to get help with that because that is becoming, um, it's inhibiting your ability to, to live and function. Okay. I think you ought to have, have a, a session with Jennifer or one of the other mediums. I think there's a, a lot here that needs to be discussed. I really do. Now, yeah. Eric, okay. why, yep. why, first of all, Eric, can you help her daughter? And also, Eric, why did she attempt suicide? Could it be a bleed through where um, in another life do, she took her life or, I mean, at the same age? Or, because he, what says is depression, it? he says depression, bipolar issue here. Do we have a diagnosis? I'm sorry to put that right out there, but is there a no, diagnosis that's, of depression or bipolar? That's fine. Uh, there was a diagnosis of bipolar um, okay. back in 2014, yes. There was, mm-hmm. there was that okay. diagnosis, yes. So... He says we're just this isn't managed. Um, but you know, bipolar okay. is very challenging to live with, and right. um, it's like just because something might have worked for a year or two years doesn't mean it's still working. Um, we have hormone issues too because of you know being in the young twenties um, that that affect all this. There's a lot going on inside of her body. Yeah. Okay. So what is what, okay. what's going to help her daughter now? Uh, therapy is a big one that he says. Is she doing talk therapy at least once a week? Mm-hmm. No. I, I, as a matter of fact, I suggested I have a friend. My daughter mm-hmm. lives out in California, so I have a friend I contacted um, after she attempted 
to just end her life, and um, she never reached out to my friend. My daughter and I have not mm-hmm. spoken since 20, I was, I'm going to say it was 2013, 2014, oh, when no. she graduated mm-hmm. high school. And oh, I tell mm-hmm. you guys, this is like the worst. It feels, I feel like even though she's alive and I can do something, I feel so powerless. You can't do, do any either, yeah. But there she, no, she won't talk get to better. Me. Oh. Yeah. What, what, yep. just, and you can't that make her get better. Okay. I, that maybe that con, that relationship needs to be re, reunited somehow, reconnected. Uh, and maybe it, your uh, daughter needs to talk, have a session with Eric. But anyway, so that I mean, would be what do you think, I Eric? That would be awesome. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome if she could have a session yeah. with Eric. Same age, you know, same age thing going on. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it, it would offering that as a mother to a daughter help reconnect mother and daughter? I think what I'm going to do, Lisa, now that you mentioned that, because I have a son who's five years older than she is, I'll yeah. mention it to mm-hmm. him because yeah. I think that he would, re- she would receive it much better if it came from yeah. him. Uh, I think God, there's nobody breath. listens to mom. I swear to God, it is so true. <laughs> oh. Isn't it? It's so oh, frustrating. God. And I, oh, I love her to pieces. But I also understand that under some soul contract, also we I signed up for this. Um, yeah, um, but this and this, this is past this life feeling. stuff that you guys have going on. This is oh. a past life um, issue that you guys are trying again. Uh, you had very similar yeah. uh, type of relationship last time too. Here's mm, what I recommend. Okay. I, I, you know, I could be totally off base, but I, I, I really think you need to consider. Hook it up with Jennifer, and y'all come up with some questions to ask. Like, is it based on okay. past another life? And and what you know, mm-hmm. what is her spiritual mission? Is it the fact that she doesn't know what her spiritual purpose is? Blah 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 blah. What medications? Okay. Who's the therapist? Blah 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 blah. And should I reconnect with my mom? Would that help? So um, anyway, and then also just to have her, um, you know, talk to Eric. Yeah. Jennifer, yeah. please leave your info so I can contact you. Yes, please. Thank you. Alisa, okay. I love you to pieces, you. girl. I oh, hope I, I love get you to too. meet you. And I, I, I so. cannot tell you how much I appreciate you and everything that you've done. I love you so much. So, so I much. I love you too. Oh. And I appreciate you so. and your friendship so much. But anyway, it's psychic medium Jennifer Doran.com. D O R A N, okay? Uh, all right, sweetie, keep okay. in touch. Okay. We'll get through this together, okay? I will. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. Good Thank luck. Bye-bye. Wow, I don't know if we have enough time for another four minutes. Oh, boy. No, I don't want to cut somebody short. That's just the worst. So I think we'll leave it off here. Yeah. And you guys heard, it's uh, psychicmediumjenniferdoran.com. And, uh, you know, I have it in the the uh, the information uh, announcing the show and stuff. So you got it there. Jennifer, thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you guys who are listening. Thank, thank you, my you. lovely, lovely boy, Eric. How much uh, I love you. He oh, says my I gosh. love you. I love you. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.